Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I woke up this morning. Good morning. Welcome into the show. I was in a pretty good mood, even though I get up early. I kind of snapped out of bed. You ever have those mornings? Felt some energy. Felt good about the world. The colors were a little bit brighter. I don't know why. I was just in a, in a phenomenal mood. Made my coffee. It tasted even crisper and more beautiful than normal. Looked outside. Beautiful L.A. day. And, and then a little bit into my day, about an hour or so, got a text from Pretty Daddy. And it said, Happy Hump Day or Hump Eaty Hump Day. And, and then my mood soured. So, Tom, thank you. For putting a stop. I don't know why I hate hump day. Happy hump day. What a dumb expression. But but thank you for, for the hump day gift that kind of brought me back to reality. I was in too joyous, buoyant, positive of a mood. Thank you for, for grounding me. Bill, first off, good morning. And you know I can't break the tradition now. I know I hate you it. hate hump day, but I love it. So happy hump day to you. It's Wednesday, baby. We're almost there. Wednesday, baby? And you and I, well, I'm on vacation next week. Tom, who likes to complain incessantly, only takes like three <laughs> vacation days a year. Why don't you take vacation time? You're allowed. I am taking time next week. Take the five days, pal. Mahomes took some time off for He's all rested and happy and positive. We'll get to him in a moment. Um, I don't know if there's anything more brutal than pitying someone. And there's a running back group chat that I think Mike Florio might have been the guy who, who put it out there first. There's a strategizing group chat of sad running backs where they're coming up with a plan for how they're going to best the NFL on text messages and uh, it's sad, and we're going to talk about it. And then we have a great breakdown from Tom's favorite new writer over at CBS Sports, or favorite, I don't know, uh, on just how little money running backs make in the National Football League. We will get into that. Uh, Justin Fields, man, I always get frustrated when I talk about my Chicago Bears, gave, I thought, a pretty reasonable answer to an innocuous question about his ability as a, as a running QB, and Decel went what, what to sell all over it. Red flags for Justin Fields. Everything's going to come to an end. So I'm going to, I'm going to Tommy. There's red flags for, for Pretty Daddy over here. About 20 minutes, we'll get into Justin Fields. I think it's fine. I think Justin Fields saying he's a top five all-time running quarterback is fine. The guy ran for more than 1,000 yards last year. What, second all-time? But Tom's all mad. It ain't hump day in that world. The hell, man. Uh, we'll ask Ephraim Salam what he thinks. Long time. NFL player, played in the Super Bowl, offensive lineman. We'll talk all things football with him. We've got buy or sell loaded with a bunch of random stuff. Russell Wilson, comeback player of the year, favorite. And we've been putting off this this mini movie review. We'll get to that at the end of the at the end of the hour. I've got a bunch of stuff. Tom, I, I tried to stay up last night. I set an alarm. 
to watch the new Justified show. 9.55 p.m. my time, when the alarm went off, I was still awake, because you and I both get up early. I thought, why the hell is my alarm going off? Because I forgot. But I was too into Breakpoint, the Netflix tennis show. So I didn't watch it. Did you watch any Justified City Primeval? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Hit me. No. Oh, I, I thought not. you kind of fooled me with the okie dokie there. All right. We'll see you bogus shit. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, all the guys around the National F- Football League starting to filter back to their cities, to their towns, training camp coming up, dudes starting to report, doing media interviews, talking about what's to come. And I'm going to play a couple sounds of Patrick Mahomes. Now, now first of all, just because the sound of this dude makes me happy. I. I I don't know what it is about Mahomes, and I suppose that if you're a Raiders fan or maybe a Bengals fan or a Niners fan from that Super Bowl a few years ago or an Eagles fan, that's a lot of fans, maybe he doesn't have the same reaction. I'm just, I get a kick out of Mahomes, the the sound of his voice, the joyousness with which he still plays several seasons, many seasons into his career. He's obviously by far the most talented quarterback of his generation, the best player, the best player in the NFL, the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm not going to rank him versus Tom Brady, but but obviously someday there's a scenario where if Mahomes can stay healthy where he could even be in contention for that level of greatness. And you're going to hear him say that they think that they can win another Super Bowl, they want to win a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Of course this is expected. But let me put it in the proper context. And, and it's something that I think in the moment we didn't entirely get our arms around that is part of the legacy and, and the monumental greatness of this guy. You know that Mahomes has won two Super Bowls. You know that the guy is the best quarterback in the National Football League. You know that he beat the Eagles, he and the Chiefs, but he led the Chiefs to a win over the Eagles in the Super Bowl a few months ago, five, six months ago in February. Just remember, this dude had a serious ankle injury. This guy was hobbled. This was, if I can go crazy old school on you, Kirk Gibson limping up to the plate to hit a critical home run only in football over the course of an entire game. This was Jordan's flu game if the flu were 20 times worse because Mahomes' most important attribute, or one of them, his mobility, was hindered by this injury. Mahomes went out with the Chiefs and won a Super Bowl last year, even though he was, what, 60-70% physically? He's better now. He says that he's healed And so I'm not going to just dismiss his, we can win, we want to win, we want to repeat comments to the media that he's got to say, that he's always going to say. be the first time in, what, two decades since the Patriots did at the start of the century that a team went back-to-back. The difference is that this is a Patrick Mahomes who is healthy. It's a Patrick Mahomes who knows, even if he's not saying it, that that he's chasing Tom Brady. He has to know having lost to Brady twice in his career in critical games. Once in that AFC Championship game, at Arrowhead against the Patriots, and once obviously in the Super Bowl against the Bucks, he's got to rack up championships. So, so the idea that the Mahomes is going to lose focus, I think, is wrong. And, and the fact that he's healthy now means as much as the AFC, AFC is loaded, and it is, Kansas City deserves that plus 600, 6 to 1 odds. They're the favorites to win the whole thing. And here's Mahomes, the sound of joy, the best quarterback in the game, talking about the fact he wants another one this season. You look at there hasn't been a team that go back to back since the the Patriots in I think oh three oh four so um you, you're everybody's motivated by that I mean it, it's you should be motivated every year in the league it shouldn't matter what the, the last year was I mean you you should be motivated to to do it again um, when you have that parade when you go through the all season that I've been through you want to do it again uh, and you only get those opportunities by winning the Super Bowl 
Um, and so for us, we want to make sure that we can build up and try to win that Super Bowl again because that moment, that feeling is something that you, you just want to grab every single time that you get the opportunity to do. I mean, the AFC is brutal. I, I think that there's a real chance that Buffalo's window has closed, that that, uh, that moment of opportunity has come to an end. And Parker's and Mahomes, but it's still a formidable, formidable football team. Obviously, the Bengals are, are, I think, just beginning their run. And Burrow has played in a Super Bowl and has come close to playing in the Super Bowl, has beaten Kansas City in big games, including an Arrowhead in an AFC Championship game. We know that they're dangerous. We know what they're about. We know that Mixon, who I'm not a big fan of, restructured his contract and make sure that he's there. The Jets are a really interesting question mark. But if Aaron Rodgers can be the Aaron Rodgers of old or hell, 70% of the Aaron Rodgers of a couple years ago when he was a back-to-back MVP. They're obviously a team that can win the whole thing. The Ravens are incredibly good. I'm not going to sit here and make fun of Tua Tungabailoa. I'm assuming it's in buy or sell, but we'll hit it at some point in the show for thinking that they're favorites. I'm not sure about favorites, but they're certainly contenders. I've told you that I like the, the, the Jags. I think Jacksonville is one of those teams that if, maybe they don't beat everybody in an AFC playoff picture, but they can beat, they can beat anybody. It's a different thing. I, that's the kind of team at a minimum, if they're what we think they can be, that are incredibly dangerous. There's a radio host in Cleveland. I don't know which one, but I just saw it on Twitter, yelling that no one respects the Browns. Okay, the Browns. Maybe Deshaun Watson figures it out. The AFC is freaking loaded. I didn't even say the Broncos. I'm not really sure how to how to filter that team in. Sean Payton's coming in. There's obviously a storied history there. That is a remarkable coach. We'll talk later, as I mentioned, that Russell Wilson is the leading guy, the candidate, the the odds-on favorite to be comeback player of the year. If he is, that makes the Broncos really interesting. You just go down the list, and Mahomes knows. Mahomes also talked about the fact that he's not just looking out at some division where you can win eight games, get in, and see what happens. He understands what the AFC is, he respects it, and he still thinks they can do it. You get in that mode, especially when you're winning a lot of games. Where you can, I don't want to say coast, but you kind of like, this is what we do. Let's just go out, practice this way, and, and then win a game. Um, whereas this time, I think I'm going to try to really push and motivate guys to continue to try to get better, even better than – even though we're winning football games, let's not be satisfied with just winning. Let's, let's fat, satisfy with finding ways to get better every single week. Um, and so whenever you get to that, that opportunity, you don't let it, let it squander. You really take advantage of it, and it's hard. Um, I think it, it'll be, it's going to be the hardest it's ever been. Um, I've said it a lot. The AFC has – you look at the AFC, there's like almost every team you can see a path for them getting to the playoffs. Um, and I know you say that every year, but I think this year is, real, is really real. And so uh, we know week in and week out it's going to be a challenge for us, and let's get better and try to win as many football games as possible and put ourselves in that position. The other thing about the Chiefs that I think is worth noting is that they are relatively drama-free this year. And that's not true for a lot of the teams they're competing against and a lot of the teams that are, that are out there. And I suppose there's room for some, some frustrations on Chris Jones' part, and he's obviously very, very talented and very, very important. But so far, you don't have... I mean, Aaron Rodgers is in and of his presence before you get to hard knocks, which obviously is the reality. He is a potential distraction because of who he is. And, and a an obvious catalyst for, for excellence. I, I, I get that he's both. But that is not necessarily, Aaron Rodgers into the mix, is not a guarantee, to say the least, of stability. And remember, Buffalo had the Stephon Diggs thing going on that was ugly and strange. And, and the Dolphins with Tua Tungavailoa have questions about his ability to stay healthy, and we're all rooting for him, but it's a giant question mark. The moment that I saw Tua said that they're a Super Bowl contender, I immediately, my brain, right before I could process it, had two competing thoughts. One was he's right, and two was only if he's healthy. 
it is a giant, giant, giant question mark. I told you that I like the Jags. I, I, I do. But that's a little bit betting on the come, right? That's, that's a little bit like, like playing a little craps. We'll, we'll see if they can get to that next level. The Broncos could be dangerous. Do you trust Russell Wilson? The Ravens could be dangerous. But all that Lamar Jackson drama happened. The only team, in the, at least in the AFC picture, that is, I think, a reasonable candidate to compete against the Chiefs that doesn't bring some of the baggage that's out there is, is the Bengals. And Joe Burrow. And we know that they're going to be there. My point is, yeah, it's hard to repeat. Yes, Mahomes is 100% correct that the AFC is absolutely loaded. And if I haven't mentioned your team as the Chargers or whatever other, the Gi- I mean, the Giants aren't an AFC team. Any of the other teams that are out there that, 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 I should be, that I should be mentioning, it's not a disrespect. It's simply that despite how good a lot of these teams are, and despite the fact that some of the AFC teams and NFC teams on the other side of the picture I haven't mentioned that are going to maybe have the, the potential of surprise, nobody is as good in their ceiling, in the best-case scenario, as the Kansas City Chiefs. Because Mahomes is that dynamic. And they already went through the loss of Tyree Kill a season ago and still won the Super Bowl. And for the moment, at least, Chris Jones is there and, and, and happy. And you've got a healthy, for the most part, football team. And you've got a motivated Patrick Mahomes, who's talking, I, I think, in a candid way about, about and he said sort of coasty means they do coast sometimes, but to be aware of it and to address it and to know how to approach it is important. And, and you've got a quarterback in Mahomes who's healthy, and he wasn't last year against the Eagles. I don't usually bet NFL futures on favorites. I think the value, and I bet a lot more NBA and baseball futures, but I think the value is normally in a surprise. Right, this is my little go-to move. I, I don't think it's probably too late now because actually the Jags' odds have gotten to a like a fairly they're twenty-five to one, and the Dolphins too. But I like to find teams in the thirty to one or forty to one range, and those teams have come home before. And and, and then I'll look for a middle, or I'll just lay it off if they make a deep run to, to, to you know an AFC or NFC championship game. That there are there are a lot of teams out there that I think you look at if things broke the right way, Browns 28-1 to 1 are really interesting. I'm half, I'm half tempted to put money down, go against my rule and bet on the Chiefs at 6-1, to 1, which are terrible, atrocious, atrocious odds because they're that good, they're that well run, they're now healthy, and to hear Mahomes talk reasonably about wanting this next one and for it to sound like more than the cliche that any guy is going to say. Every quarterback that wins the Super Bowl for the rest of his career that comes back the next season is going to say some version of, we really want to do it, but Mahomes is special. He's different, he's unique, and just like watching him play in terms of his dominance reminds me of Tom Brady. I don't mean the way they play. I mean their utter dominance on the field, the, the sense of surety you get, the way you did with Jordan when, when they walk out there. The same thing is true when I used to listen to Brady talk about an upcoming season and think, oh, my God, through the cliches and at the, you know, for most of these years the Patriots speak, this dude's an assassin and a killer, and he's gonna, he means it. I hear the same thing from Patrick Mahomes. Man, it's good to be talking football. Okay, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Justin Fields answered a question. I thought he did it reasonably, and Pretty Daddy was ready to pounce. We will disagree on the Bears quarterback and whether or not it's a giant red flag for my team, Tom. Go easy next year 
on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's Bill Ryder, and people can't stop listening. ESPN's top NBA broadcast for next season. NBA? Uh, NBA. That's a mixture of Mike Breen and NBA. It's a new one. The Princess Bride Wub. Ooh, Wub. It's it's actually marriage <laughs> is what brings us together today for the NBA. It's writer than you with Bill Ryder. Tell the truth. When you went back to get that clip, you were like, he's wrong. I didn't say NBA, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, but then it was clear as day. <laughs> I never misspoke. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I was it's okay. I was definitely like they totally exaggerated that. Maybe I didn't say it perfect, but like they embellished. Yeah, not so much. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, let's disagree here. I look, dude. I, I, you're the best. You, I mean, you really are. But you get mad about stuff. So I, I wake up wherever you're listening, and thank you, by the way. We know you have options. We appreciate your free Odyssey app, whatever affiliate you're listening on. We appreciate them having us on. Uh, thank you for spending time with us. The way this works is that I get up, and before I read Tom's email, I, I consume a bunch of sports, and I think about the show overnight. I had a weird dream last night about the show, by the way. Hired a friend of mine who's not even a sports person as a co-host. It was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I read Tom's note. And Tom sends a little uh, a little sort of like what he would do and, and thoughts. And I get red flag for Justin Fields. And I'm like, red flag for Justin Fields? What is he talking? I saw the thing where he – something bad must have happened that I missed, Tom. And then I – like, it, it's just it's what I already know. He, he You know, I'm going to let you listen to it. But let me just give you the, the setup to this thing on our buddy Brian McFadden's uh, podcast, All Things Covered. He Is the question in here, 
is the question. This is a legitimate just question, I think. And Fields gives, I think, a legitimate answer. Being a historian of the game, watching the game, mm-hmm. if you had to rank your top five quarterbacks in regards to running. In regards to running? Yeah. Right. And you can throw yourself in the list, too. Oh, I am. Because I definitely think I am. Uh, okay, so start with Justin. He's in the top five. I'm running definitely in the top five, no order. But I got to go with my boy Mike Vick. Yep. Um, got to go with Cam. Uh, Lamar, of course. Yeah. Me, and then final Steve Young. By the way, just a little context for you, Tommy. Uh, uh, Fields last year ran for 1,143 yards. By the way, running backs, not very important. We'll get to that in a second. Second most for a quarterback in NFL history behind only Lamar Jackson's uh, 1,206. Now, obviously, you have an extra game. There's 17 games. You have an extra opportunity to play. I get it. But he's so dynamic. This isn't best running quarterback who also is great at throwing the ball. It's not a guy that's just a quarterback's running skills. What is the red flag here? What are you talking about? He he has asked a legitimate. If somebody asked me, Bill, who are the best five amateur tennis players with curly hair who are short left-handed and host radio shows that are sports talk radio during the day, I'd probably put myself on the list. It's very niche and specific. He answered a question, no doubt. He was asked a question, and he gave the correct answer. Like, I'm not disagreeing with him. What I'm saying is it's not a good thing. I don't need you to be, like, smiling and laughing about it. This is year three for Justin Fields. Like, Why can't he smile and laugh about a skill? Because, like, you say, like, it's not quarterbacks who are winning and a running quarterback. Like, those things go hand in hand. Like, it is what it is. Those other four quarterbacks that he mentioned, there's one Super Bowl with there. One Super Bowl because Steve Young inherited an all-time great team. Lamar Jackson has one Whoa. playoff win. One Steve playoff Young win. only won a Super Bowl because he inherited a great team. He wasn't a great quarterback himself. I mean, I don't know if he's winning the Super Bowl if he didn't play with Come all on. those players Come around on. him. Come on. Come on, bro. All right, we'll go to the other four then. Michael Vick, nothing. No Super Bowls. Two career playoff wins. Lamar Jackson, Michael one, Vick, one to prison career win. Yeah, but he had six seasons in Atlanta. Cam before. Newton made a Super Bowl. Look, I, I, I'm gonna agree to disagree. I think he should be smiling because obviously the story to me is you're not gonna have very long in the National Football League. Your peak. You're gonna take a lot of physical abuse. You're gonna take a, a lot of wear and tear. Enjoy it while you can. I, I love his confidence. I love his swagger. I love his knowledge of the game, and it just feels like. It's not like they said to him, "Hey, what's going on? What are you hoping to do this year?" And he said, "I'm a top five running quarter." They asked him this question. And who would you put above him in that in that category? No, he's right. He's right. I just should like, Randall Cunningham be in this conversation though. Prob- I was thinking probably about. if he's not Ryan? in the top five, he's probably right there at six or seven. But like, Did look I at this. Look at the elite quarterbacks that the Bears are hoping one day that Justin Fields can get to. Patrick Mahomes can run. He's not known as a runner. Joe Burrow doesn't run at all. And the Bills are begging and pleading with Josh Allen to stop running so he's much. The, Justin Fields is, is, their, is their quarterback. They can't change his skill set. They need to is what I'm saying. Stop relying way, so much on your feet. Way, should Jalen Hurts be in this conversation? Yes, he, he is 100% an outlier. He had success last year, almost 800 yards, if I have that correctly, last season. Yeah. And they got to a Super Bowl. He is not absolutely. An He's, but it like, works. What am I missing about Steve? Does Steve Young, hello, Andrew, does Steve Young belong in this conversation? I mean, He's one of the fifth best running quarterbacks of all time. I would take. Am I misremembering Steve Young's game? Isn't it a lot more Mahomes esque in the sense like the guy was athletic and. But Hurts has got to be on this list, doesn't he? Anyway, my point is 
you can't be mad or, or, or claim some sort of problem for Ju- Justin Fields is a great running quarterback. It's part of what he does. What do you want him to do? If, be he, like, oh, if he gets anywhere near 1,100 yards again, I will almost guarantee you that the Bears have another failed season. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous, dude. It's not what you pick want your yards. quarterback to be doing. Dude, pick up. I am a Bears fan. I have had, I don't know the number, but I think it's 323 years in fan years of just a quarterback sucking. Rex Grossman once took us to a Super Bowl. Jim McMahon was a bad quarterback, and he's the best quarterback we've had. All right. Can I get some advice? Always. I don't know if I can give you good advice, but always. Andrew's reading like a like a true romance book over there. Yes, exactly. It's because he doesn't want to speak up because he actually agrees with me about Justin no, Fields. No, he doesn't. Uh, the, it's top five all time, right? Or currently? I, top all five time. all time. But all time. Like, why yeah, would it be a no. red flag that he answered the question and put himself in there? Because he's How, wrong. That's a red flag? Uh, I mean, I'd like a little less. I mean, a little more humility. Maybe a little bit more. I think he ran for the second most yards for for a quarterback in history. So we're actually on three different pages here because I actually think Fields is right, but I don't think it's a good thing that he's right. And okay. Bogus doesn't even think he's right. He is right. You guys are ridiculous. Let's get to, all right. So I, I got. To, I'm moving on because I'll just get irrational about about Chicago. I got to go out with a buddy tonight. It's an hour and fifteen minute Uber ride there and back. It's in Hollywood. I live in the South Bay. It's an L.A. nightmare. I'm going to be drinking, so I obviously can't drive. Can I make my wife make bean? Can I strongly encourage my wife to drive me one direction? No. No. What do you mean no? No. I think I can. No. I think, the, I think he can. Right? I spend time with her, Tom. I get to talk to her about our life. What would, what would her round trip be like? You're looking at two and a half hours. Yeah, oh, no, no, never mind. Sorry. All. Yeah, no, 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 never no mind. No way. You can't even ask. You, one, you can't ask. And two, even if you do, if Already she asked. says no... And you cannot be unpleasant about it when she says no. I be unpleasant, but I think I could push the save money card, which is true. It's very expensive. Okay, you already asked. What kind of reaction did Lori have initially? Sure, where are you going? And then I told her, it was like, what? Because sometimes it would be like 30 minutes. This is a little further. It's too far, man. That's too much. Through a hellscape. She's got yeah, one, one way there, right? Like you guys could talk, catch up. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. She's got to go all the way back by herself. She can listen to CBS Sports Radio. Who will mm. be on? Who will be on at that point? The Gelbster will be on. I can listen to Anna Gelb. Call in and have Ryan Hickey not answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love me some Trace. All right, I love Trace, too. Number two, you guys are going to think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm being very serious. You know that I love Barcelona football. Soccer! Barcelona's flying to L.A. right now. They're in the air, I think, right now. I think they may be here. They're staying, I know what hotel they're staying at, in downtown L.A. the next two days. I'm going to miss them in town because I'm, I'm going on family vacation. Is it weird or acceptable to just spend a couple nights drinking at the rooftop bar at this hotel? For hope of seeing some of these guys. I'm like, what's up, Pedri? Don't be that guy. Yeah, you can't. Well, don't be that I can't, guy. can I? You can't. Don't do it. No. Don't be I a weirdo. I wouldn't care about... Don't at- be a weirdo. I like I like this I like this I like the soccer. All right, uh, you guys. I'm sure you did. Very sad. The the running back solution that they've come up with. Running backs undervalued. We discussed yesterday, or maybe valued properly, just not valued very highly. 
uh, Tony Pollard has signed his franchise tag, but he is not extended. Saquon Barkley did not come to a new deal. Uh, Dalvin Cook does not have a job currently, and Josh Jacobs also uh, franchised and did not sign that that tender yet. And, and, and like Saquon Barkley, did not agree to a new deal yesterday, so so they can't. And the solution, I find this. See, I find this sad. Forget the Justin Fields thing or me wanting to force my wife to drive me to Hollywood or even just the pathetic nature of having an old-fashioned open spot, you know, Pedri. The the solution, according to Mike Florio, is that they came up with a a a group chat of running backs around the NFL, and their big idea, their big notion, was to go out there and on social media complain, which, first of all, shouldn't take a group chat, and second of all, isn't going to work, as Tyler Sullivan of CBS Sports, who's Detail's favorite writer now over there, you call him Sully. I don't even know I don't even know Tyler that well. Pointed out, you can't change economics. Running backs average $1.8 million a season. The only positions that make more are, or less, excuse me, on average, are long snappers, barely, and punters. Fullbacks make a little bit less as well. So, so they are ahead barely of punters, fullbacks, kickers, and long snappers. And a, a group chat's going to solve this problem. The the reality is these guys aren't going to get paid what they want. And, and last week, before Barkley and his representatives were unable to come to an extension agreement with the Giants, he was on a podcast, Money Matters, talking about sort of what's going on and gave some insight into not just, I think, his mentality, but the fact that there are very few good choices for running backs who want to get paid more than the market's gonna gonna bear. Here is part one in terms of what we think is interesting of, of that conversation. That's a play I can use. Do I? Anybody knows me knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like I has never to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now I'm at a point where it's like I, I might have to take it to this level. Might have to sit out. Might have to to step away. And then he got kind of fired up a little bit, and and this makes Tom nerve. Oh, did you take the, did you take the word out that? <laughs> uh, why I did, did you not take Jesus out? I did not initially. We talked about it, and I was like, no, eh, why not? No, I just said, oh, you're going to leave Jesus in. Good because, you a you can say it. Why'd you take it out? You're so nervous. I didn't even notice it until you brought it to my attention. I thought it sounded edgier when he said it. All right, there are also some some swearsies in here that we did rightfully uh, block out as as Barkley contemplated what exactly his leverage is. My leverage is I can say you to the Giants. I can say to my teammates and be like, you want me to show you my worth? You want to show you how, much, how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. I right. won't play it down. I mean, good luck, man. It, there, here's the other thing. Like, there's the only thing that Barkley, and, and this is, I think, important. You, you're the king of context, Tommy. The only thing Barkley can do now at this point, the only thing that his supposed leverage of sitting out and bleeping over his teammates and his team brings about is a one-year is a one-year deal. And in that one-year deal, he could certainly get some more money over the ten million in change that that franchised running backs get. And he can also, in a one-year deal that he can still negotiate come to an agreement that he can't be franchised again next year. Because remember, that can happen in the second franchise. It goes up. There's also a transition tag that's a possibility. All that's a, a year from now. But there's no incentive, Tom, for these guys to pay him. And there's no incentive for them 
to acquiesce. And the reality is that the problem with running backs, the reason they don't get paid, and the 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 thing that that gives organizations, I think, pause is not how old they are. It's just how much wear and tear that they've they've gone through. So if I'm the Giants, who deep down know they're not going to win, they're not winning the Super Bowl this year, right? They're they're a sort of marginally. I, they're winning the Super Bowl this year, Andrew? They're not winning the Super they're Bowl this year, but they're a playoff yep. team, which then makes right. them eligible to win the Super Bowl. Are you saying lot- that with or without Saquon? With Saquon Barkley, they're a playoff team. And not a Super Bowl winner. A lot of teams are going to make the playoffs who aren't going to have a real legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. Yes, but I but I actually think that they are – they're not going to be the 8-8 eight and eight, – and I know that doesn't add up anymore. They're not going to be like the crappy, random, bad division winner that gets in – that is just in because they're, they were lucky to be on three other bad teams. They're a legitimately good team if everything goes right and, are, he's, and he's on the roster. They're not just like Tom. And this is not a shot at you, Tom, because it applies to me too. Qualifies for Marconi by his presence on the show. Doesn't mean Tom is a contender to win a Marconi this year. I don't think the Giants have a reasonable or legitimate chance on any level to win a Super Bowl this season. And I, if I... And let's see their odds. They're forty-five to one. I don't think it's coming home. What are the Raiders? By all means, bet it. What are the Raiders' odds? The Raiders' odds are sixty-five to one. Hmm, I thought that'd Literally, be a bigger gap. The Giants have odds stacked between the Packers and the Bears to be Super Bowl champions. Why? Because they're not going to be Super Bowl champions. The Packers have better odds than the better Giants. Odds. Yes. Now this might be based on Saquon not playing a single down. Maybe, but I I just, my point is, there's not, look, if this was Chris Jones, or this were Stefan Diggs, or this were, I'm not sure this even applies, I don't think Christian McCaffrey applies, but whatever, I'm looking at the top of the odds, right? Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Niners, Bengals, legitimately critical, important piece, maybe. But why would the Giants give this guy an extra five or six million dollars for a year and allow him to go off the franchise tag when they can just play chicken, assume he's going to come back as most guys buckle, and if he doesn't, be like, cool, we'll just have you next year when we're a year further down the road and what is, I think, a pretty successful process of building a winner. I don't. My point is, I don't think Barkley has an ounce of leverage. No, because even if he comes back and plays on the tag, they're going to tag him next year. Like what the Giants are doing is absolutely correct. Like they are following the model to a T. But it doesn't mean that it's – it still sucks. Like, I, I I don't know what to say. Like, the Giants are doing the right thing, but it sucks. Like, I, I, I actually feel bad for Saquon. I feel bad for Jacobs. Like, it it doesn't make it right. When you're on par with fullbacks, kickers, and punters, like, something is broken. Something's wrong. I have no idea how to fix it. I don't know if it can be fixed. Just in the end, it sucks. It's not right. Well, to me, part of the problem is that we're painting with a broad brush. These guys are not all created equal. The Giants want to pay Saquon Barkley. They'll pay Saquon Barkley. They want to pay Saquon Barkley their price. So theoretically, they're willing to do two franchise tags, which is $23 million over the next year. They want to pay him. They Wanted. Past tense. He, they can't do it anymore. No, 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 no. They they will pay they can him. They do a one-year deal now. Right. No, no, no. But if if we're assuming that they will keep the staring contest going and happily have him for $10 million this year and $12 million next year and another franchise tag just calling bluff after bluff after bluff, they're willing 
to give him $22, 23000000 million over the next two if years. If he's healthy and he's excellent. We keep having this conversation. No. If but, you give a guy, hold on, if you give a guy a guaranteed deal, it's guaranteed. If you franchise him and he breaks his leg in November or he sucks in December, you're allowed to reconsider that before you franchise him next I, time. I, I know, and that's not what I'm saying, Bill. I'm not, I... To be yeah. clear, I don't know what you're saying. Well, you, you didn't let me finish. I, uh, I, he's not, he's not, Dal- he's not Dalvin Cook. He's not, they don't want him off their roster. They're willing to give him a substantial amount of money possibly over the next two years in back-to-back franchise tags if it's worth it. This is not me advocating for a two-year deal like I did the other day. This is me saying that they're willing to give him north of $20 million over the next two years, as far as we understand it, in back-to-back franchise tags. So they want him. And they know they need him, and they're willing to pay him. This is not other teams who are going, I don't want this guy anymore. He, he's just gone because we don't value the position. Right, they clearly, value him in the position. Obviously, they value him at the franchise tag amount. Yeah. No one's lot, questioning is, that. Well, What's the point? I don't understand the point. The point is that some guys are just cut and are jettisoned because teams don't want them anymore. The Giants want Saquon Barkley. And some guys retire, but that's not the conversation we're having. He may not play because he doesn't think he's being paid enough money. Obviously, they're willing to franchise him. They franchised him. That's already been done. I don't, I don't understand the conclusion. To, because they want him. There are there are teams like the Vikings who don't want Dalvin Cook anymore but at $11 million. Dollars. No, yeah, and, and Dallas wants Pollard. Right. And, and the Raiders want Jacobs. Yeah. But two of those three guys may not show up. Right. So I don't understand. Right. So we're saying the same thing. You're just no. I, I'm trying to talk about that. That every running back situation is not connected to the overall idea that running backs are are a dime a dozen anymore. Not. No one's saying dime a dozen. Saying not valued at the level they used to be. And every running back, whatever their particular value, overvalues themselves relative to the market by ten, twenty, thirty percent. Well, everybody Clearly. does that. I mean, Zach Martin's is is pouting right now in Dallas because he wants more money. Yes. So I don't under right. So so I'm sorry. I'm missing sort of the. I'm, I'm waiting for the conclusion of, of your point. The conclusion is I don't. I don't think. I think Saquon Barkley is different than some of this than some other guys in this huger running back conversation because this is just about negotiating a fair deal for both sides. It's not a decision by the Giants on what the running back position in general is worth. The so that this is great for yesterday. We had that conversation yesterday. The conversation we were having today is what becomes of Saquon Barkley, and will he hold out, and does he have any leverage, as he just discussed? And my point, Andrew, is I think he doesn't, because the deadline has come for him to sign an extension. They've got him by the you-know-what. Yeah. He is franchised. So, yeah, you're having a reasonable conversation. It was just yesterday's con- I think yesterday's conversation. Well, I understand where we started today, but we had also changed into – back into the bigger picture of running backs. I was responding, I can't, I can't directly quote you, yeah. but I was responding to what the last thing that you said in this multiple-minute conversation. Saquon screwed, I get it. But I also think the Giants, but, but it's not, he's not I, I just, the same I, thing I, as everybody else. I think you're having an argument I'm not having. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, like, I guess I could agree. Yes, I agree Saquon Barkley's worth more money and more value. Yeah, I mean, I also was never arguing. I was also never arguing with you. I'm just trying to understand. Yeah, I wasn't arguing with you or at you. I was trying to explain something that you were saying, or trying to understand what you were saying, or trying I have to the last further word. What, your so what's the no, I don't. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a last word. 
Okay, well then let's uh, get a CBS Sports Radio update from you. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. He's Bill Ryder and people can't stop listening. I wish I were a YouTube influencer. If you were a YouTube influencer, what would your brand be? <laughs> Nobody wants my influence. What would it be? Like? I don't what would know. Your, what would your lane be? I have no idea. I'm 34 years old. I still don't know what my lane is right now. It's Ryder than you with Bill Ryder. Lori, my wife, was listening to the show yesterday, and she was very interested, I don't know why, in Cell the influencer. She's the only one. Oh, man. I'm watching this uh, Breakpoint thing on Netflix, and Taylor Fritz, tennis player, has a very pretty girlfriend. Turns out she's an influencer. She influenced my son to say she's hot. That was kind of the... <laughs> I, I don't know. Should my 11-year-old be saying that? I guess that's just the way it goes, huh? Henry can say whatever he wants. Yeah, well, he does. Um, all right, do you remember how this works? We're going we're gonna to do some speedy movie reviews here. I got a couple, you got one, and you're, you want to do 20 seconds? How long do you want until I get buzzed out of this thing? Uh, let's do 20. 20. I'm ready. Shorter than the shortest attention span. Shorter than Kevin Durant's commitment to a team. And shorter than a movie trailer. It's Bill Ryder's Super Short Movie Report. All right, here we go. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the sequel to the cartoon epic starring a young Spider-Man you don't expect in an alternate universe that is a tearjerker and magical. It's a top five Marvel movie of all time that'll make you think and make you clap. It's one of the best movies I've seen in years. Surprising, funny, heroic, deep, complex. Dude, this movie is so good. 20 seconds is fast. Uh, we got a new, we got a new, so my son likes dude time. He does, he like, he wants to say, can we do dude time? When he was younger, he used to want to make him eat breakfast. We would tell him it was bad guy breakfast. <laughs> and he would eat the breakfast. Uh, our new dude time is going to movies. And I love it, man. Maybe, and I always like movies. Maybe it's post-COVID, just getting to a theater, my hand in the thing of popcorn, eating, like, gummy candies that are clearly bad for me that cost 12 times what they should Love movies, so I've been to a bunch. This is the best one I think I've seen in a theater in a long time. I consider you movie guy, so that's saying a lot. You watch a lot of movies. You go to the theater way more often than anybody else I know. Look, I like Spider-Man, and I like the original cartoon thing. It was good. It's good. It's not like you'd think a cartoon. I was blown away by how how excellent this movie was. Okay, uh, we can do another one. Ready? Ready, go. Dungeons and Dragons starring Chris Pine is a dork-fest adventure that's fun for the family, fairly light and forgettable, and something that you'll enjoy, even if, like me, you don't know the first thing about the game, Dungeons and Dragons. It does, however, have Dungeons and a Dragon. Ooh, just snuck it in there. Just made it time-wise. I was five. Movie was fine. Are you going to ever watch Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine, the lady from Fast and the Furious, and... Uh, the good-looking British guy, Hugh Grant. Uh, there's no chance that I will ever consume one second of this film. 
my, my kid wanted to watch it. It was good. It was, it was like, it was, it was good. Maybe my voice goes higher. I'm sort of lying. It did, was good. Did Henry like it more than you did? My, I think my wife did. There are some really funny parts. Like, it is a funny movie. But there, it's, it's, it's just, it's very forgettable. I did enjoy it. All right, you're going to do a bug's life because you are now living a dad's life. Can you can you give yourself 20 seconds? I'll do it. Ready? Um, go. All right, so this film, as we know, is 25 years old, but there's a great lesson to be learned in a bug's life. It's grasshopper versus ants. Thousands of ants versus a few dozen grasshoppers. The ants, kind of like running backs, which I think Le'Veon Bell pointed out, you got to band together and you can get what you want. Ah, 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 ah. You push that button. Ah, I like ah. it. Can you put the button for me? When we moved to New York, so we moved from Kansas City to L.A., L.A. to New York, New York back to L.A. Okay. The first, when we moved from, from Los Angeles to New York City, Madeline was maybe seven. And we thought it would be a good idea to watch Inside Out. It's about a little girl who moves and all her feelings. Good movie. Lori and I wept through the whole thing because we felt so guilty. And Marquette looked at us like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Are you getting hit at all yet with the kids' movies? Because like, they hit differently when you got a kid. Yes, they hit completely different. And I'm finding myself saying, oh, does something happen in this scene that my little guy should not be watching? Which, obviously, I've never done before. Have you ever shed a tear in a movie? I don't think so. Do you have human emotion? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? Okay, that was an interesting first hour. <laughs> that was real interesting. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Ephraim Salam, offensive lineman, buddy of ours, former NFL player, next year on CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 